Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my love. I am so excited that you are here. We are talking about goals and achieving big ass dreams and not being scared to play big, not being scared to go for those big ass audacious goals. And I'm sharing this with you as I have just got the keys to my brand new office slash warehouse as we have purchased a second house. As we are being audacious in our business and saying we're going to build a coaching school, I've started school. I'm going to college. I'll talk about that later, but I'm like 39 going to college. There's so many things that we are achieving right now and big goals and dreams we're going for that are scary as hell, like super scary. And so in today's podcast, I wanted to talk about thinking big, okay, and what it feels like when you're thinking big and how scary it is and how unknown it is. And I think that a lot of us don't think big and have these big ass audacious goals because we believe we can't do it. We believe there's no evidence of us doing it. We don't think it's possible. It might be really scary. Who do we think we are to dream that big? You know, all of this. And look, it's normal. I have felt that in my whole life. Like, I can't do that. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good. I mean, I'm going to college right now to become a psychotherapist. And my first day of school, my stomach was killing me. I was like, oh, my God, I was a terrible student, y'all, in high school. Let me tell you, I sucked. I was really bad at school for many reasons. And I had that in my body, that feeling of, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not a good student. I'm not going to do well. What do I think I'm doing here? I'm going to fail like I failed in high school. Of course, that's normal. In class, actually, last week, my lecturer was sharing about feelings and how important our feelings are and that we should feel our feelings, okay? We should definitely feel them, but don't believe them. What? I was like, um, mind blown. Feel your feelings, but don't believe them. They're not real. They're not telling you the truth. The truth is not that I'm going to be a bad student. The truth of my anxiety and my fear on my first day of class, it was a feeling. But my ass still drove to school and sat in that chair and listened to the teacher and acted like I'm going to win. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to get great grades. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to become a psychotherapist in a year. That's what I believed. I wasn't believing the feeling that I was having about being a bad student, being scared as hell, not knowing what the hell I was doing, you know, all of that. So when you are going for big ass goals and you might be the one in your family that's doing things that no one else has done, you might be the one in your family that runs her own business or bought her own house or is working and saving money. Like, yo, in my family, nobody saved money. (laughs) It wasn't even a thing. There wasn't enough money to save. 
So just having a savings account might be like you're changing your lineage and you're breaking all of these generational bonds that people in your family have never done. That is scary when you're going for something or doing something that you don't have a track record doing and you don't have maybe a role model or a roadmap to follow. You are trailblazing your own trail. You are leading your own path and there's no breadcrumbs that you can follow. That's how it feels. There might be people on the path that have done something similar. I look to Tony Robbins. I look to Oprah. I look to JLo. I look to people like that that I look up to, but they're not walking the same path as me. They're not doing the same thing I want to do. So I don't really have anyone that I can go, oh, they did that, that same exact way I'm going to do that. I don't have certainty. The lack of certainty that is required when you're going for big goals and big dreams, it's so scary. You're not going to have certainty. You're not going to know for sure 100%. If you identify as a perfectionist or a recovering perfectionist, which basically means your ass is still a perfectionist, you're going to struggle with this. And that is what it feels like. You're supposed to be like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You're supposed to be like, this may or may not work and I'm scared and I got skid marks in my undies, but I'm walking anyway. The courage that is needed to think big. Now think about that. I'm just asking you to think big. And some of us struggle to even think big. I'm not saying go do it. I'm saying think big. I'm saying get your journal out and write your dreams. I've got a dream journal. It's neon green. It's like yellow green. I love it so much. Fluorescent. And I put all my big ass, crazy ass dreams in there. Do you have a dream journal or a dream Trello board or a dream Evernote or an area where you're allowed freely to think the most craziest, audacious, ridiculous, humongous goals? Do you have a space where you could do that? Number one, if you don't go get that, like that is a game changer. Allowing yourself the permission to dream big. And I like doing it on paper. There is power to the paper. Pen, paper, next level power versus you thinking about your shit in your head and daydreaming, right? You put it on paper, you look at it, you're like, wow, that's what I want. These are my goals and dreams. I think we really underestimate the power that there is when we say what we want, when we allow ourselves to get it out, when we allow ourselves to put it on paper, like, yo, that shit is powerful. So how do you start thinking big if this has been something that you've never done before? You know, I am a perfect example of this. You know, I had nothing my whole life. I didn't have money. I didn't have, at times, food. I didn't have nice clothing. I didn't have role models. You know, I, I didn't have that abundance upbringing or abundance mindset. It is something that I have had to cultivate. And I believe it's something we all have to cultivate. And so I said earlier that we're just thinking big, but our thinking leads to our feelings. And our feelings leads to our actions and our behaviors, which lead to our results. So what I'm asking you to do is start thinking big and realize how that's making you feel. Scared, excited, nerve-sighted. That's like a combo word. I feel nerve-sighted all the time. <laughs> you know, like I'm nerve-sighted. Okay, that's exciting. I want to do this, but I'm also nervous because I've never done it. And I give a shit and I'm scared. You ever felt like that? Like, I'm speaking for a conference soon and I'm so excited, but I'm nerve-sighted. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. I've never done this. But it was a dream that I had to speak with this particular group. That shit was on my vision board. I was like, I'm going to speak at Business Chicks. 
so excited and I'm going to speak at their conference, yo. Like it's happening because I allowed myself the ability to think it, to write it down, to feel how it would feel. And that's how we manifest. So it's important to think big because if we want to create big goals, if we want to create things we've never had before, we got to first think about it. So first part about thinking big is allowing yourself the ability and the space to think big. So do you have a journal? Do you have a place where you could do that? Number one. Number two, and this is very important, okay? We need to be surrounded in our environment. Our environment is everything with people that not only allow the big thinking, but support it. And it doesn't mean they have to agree with you. I think if you haven't listened to my podcast about your partner doesn't need to be your cheerleader, go listen to that. My husband, when I wanted to start my business and you know, run a retreat in Bali and do all the shit that I wanted to do. He wasn't on board. He was like, um, what are you talking about? Uh, that's crazy. That sounds crazy. We've never done that. That's scary. He wasn't on board, but he wasn't stifling my dreams. He wasn't going, now nah, you're not doing that. I'm not saying they got to be your cheerleader. I'm not saying they got to be with it, but be surrounded by people who are not going to shit on your dreams, who are not going to shit on your big ass goals and your desires, and your creativity, and your desire to think big and do big shit in the world. Be surrounded by friends and family and partners who believe that you can create whatever you want. Maybe they don't know how the hell it's going to happen. Maybe they're pessimistic. Maybe they are, you know, a devil's advocate kind of vibe. That's fine. As long as they're not stifling you, you need to be surrounded by that. Because it's really hard to grow a beautiful flower when the soil is shit, and there's no sun, and there's no rain. You're going to fucking dry out. Your leaves are going to rot and you're going to fall down and you're going to be eaten by the dirt that is fucked up. <laughs> you know, my visual people out there, that is not a great environment for you to grow and flourish and bud, right? And have a beautiful flower comes out of you. That's not a good environment. So we need to make sure we're surrounded by this. One of the things you could do is get around like-minded people, whether that's in a program or a Facebook group or a community or a mentor. Like, this is why I love it. Not because I am a mentor. Okay, if you want to join my program, join it. If you don't, cool. But I'm telling you right now, this is why I push and talk so much about join me in the sisterhood. Join me in the startup squad. Come to my retreat. Let's hang out. This is why I talk about it. I'm a cheerleader for my people. And I am going to pave the damn way. You better believe if you're looking for a mentor or somebody who's 10 steps ahead doing the damn thing, showing you how, I'll be her. Yes, I will be her. Yes, I'll be her for other women, especially women of color. Hell yeah. Because I want women to know that that exists, that they can dream, that they can create it. You better believe I'm going to be an example, a loud and proud example for it. So I don't talk about it just because I want people to join my program and work with me. I talk about it because it's fucking important. If you don't have anybody in your network, in your life, I didn't have role models. I had a big sister, like a big sister, big brother program. Emily Glick, been trying to find her ass on Facebook and I haven't been able to. She helped me a lot, but she wasn't Latina. She wasn't from the hood. She was a safe space for me. It took a little while for me to trust her, but she wasn't like me. It wasn't like I could resonate with her. I didn't have that role model. I had drug addict and drug dealer friends. They weren't good role models for me. I had friends that were hoochie mamas, you know? They weren't good role models. So we need to get around people that are doing what we want to do. And sometimes you don't have those people in your family or in your friend group. So you go hire a mentor that's one, two or three steps ahead of you. So you could get a little game plan and you could map out how they thought big, how they're doing big goals. So you could do that same shit in your way. That's another way to think big. 
Third way for you to learn how to think big is to be in spaces that love that, to be in spaces that are going to expand your awareness and expand your ability. For example, go to a big ass conference, go to these seminars and events with people that are doing massive shit. You know, I, I love Kajabi. I use Kajabi as a platform for my programs and they do conferences every year. And I could imagine if I went to the Kajabi conference, I would see other coaches, other speakers, other personalities that are murdering it, like killing it using Kajabi. I'm sure the stage presence would be sick. I'm sure the venue would be huge and amazing. I do events. I'm sure I'd be so inspired. So I go to festivals, conferences. I go to things where women are together and they're hosting lunches. I go for inspiration. So can you get around inspiration? So not only mentorship, communities and groups, but physically put your ass in an event or in a space where you're going to be able to be inspired and your creative juices are flowing. A seminar, a workshop, a webinar, a three-day event, a retreat, you know, like a conference. Get around this environment because the visual, in-person, physical aspect of goals and dreaming. Like I used to go with my husband, right? We used to go look at houses. We were looking at houses. We get online and look at houses like, oh, my God, imagine this, imagine that. And we recently were walking through display homes. Why? Because I'm physically there. I'm looking with my eyeballs. I can feel it. I can see it. I'm seeing myself in this kitchen. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. And my husband and I are looking at each other. What are we doing? We are manifesting what we want. We are physically there looking around, touching shit, sitting down, taking photos in some, you know, model homes going, oh, my God, imagine this. Look at this fireplace. Yo, don't underestimate the power of physically being where you want to be. Go look at houses you can't afford. I remember when I lived in California with my girl, Vanessa. Shout out to Vanessa. She was my roommate. She was like a sister to me. She took me in. Her family took me in. And we would go to Beverly Hills Hotel and pretend that we were sisters and we were going to have our parents come here for an anniversary night. Yo, just because we wanted to see what the hell the Beverly Hills Hotel looked like. <laughs> And these people took us on a tour. We walked around the beach. We were taking photos. Sorry, the pool. We went into the rooms. We're like, oh, my God, look at this place. Yeah, our mom and dad would love this. Bullshit. We were just, what were we doing? We were manifesting. We'd go to Gucci, try shoes on, take photos. We were young. We're like in our 20s. But it was awesome because we got to pretend and be in that environment, be in that vibe. If you could fly first class every once in a while or one time, Feel what that feels like. Go to a fancy ass restaurant once. Splurge a little bit. Feel what that feels like. That luxury, that bougie. Because that feeling, you physically being there and seeing it, I'm telling you right now, it's powerful. It is freaking powerful. We have to learn that we are allowed to think big. I had a call with someone who wanted to join me in the startup squad and she worked this job and she was sharing about what she'd like. And she said, you know, if I could, I, I would do that. But, I, you know, I'll just do whatever. And I was like, nah, I'll just do whatever. I'll just get whatever. I'll just take what I can get. Do you have that mentality? I'll just take what I can get because I'm lucky I'm even getting it. When you think big and you have big goals, you have a mindset of abundance. There's a fucking buffet and you're going to go for the crumbs under the table. Excuse me. There's a buffet. You could grab whatever the fuck you want as much as you want on the buffet table. But you're going to tell me you're going to go underneath the tablecloth and grab the crumbs on the floor with hair on them? Why? Why are we doing that? Why are we thinking in that way? 
why are we playing so small? Ask yourself that. Why am I playing small? Why am I thinking that I can't achieve these big goals and big dreams? I'm like, yo, you could choose. So I said to her, what would you love? Uh, 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 I, I don't know. I'm like, what would you love? If you could choose, if it was fucking Christmas, Merry Christmas, or whatever you celebrate, if you could choose, what would you choose for yourself? And that shit was a different answer because you can choose. You can choose. You're allowed to choose. You don't have to take what you could get. You don't have to take the crumbs. I'm like, yo, if we don't start paying attention to the fact that we can and we are making choices, we're not going to be able to think big and achieve big. So number one is thinking big. Number two is when you think big, you expand your awareness and your ability and your possibility. And you get into this energy like, yo, I love this energy. This is the energy that when me and my husband are talking and we're workshopping ideas for our business, he sees me. He's like, oh, shit. My team is like, oh, shit. There she is. I start going, oh, my God. And my brain just starts exploding like sex in my head with myself. I'm like, oh, my God, we can do all these things. I'm a visual person. I'm a creator. I fucking love making shit. I have to watch it because I used to make a lot of bullshit that I didn't need to be doing. And my husband's like, why are you trying to do 75 things at once? So if that is you, high five, I see you. (laughs) Now it's about toning down the creativity. But initially, you have to let that shit fly. And that's where I thrive. I love like, we'll do this. And what about that? And what about this? It's so free. You're so free and so able to create and make and have and do what you want. And if it doesn't work, you can move and you can shift it like fluid. All right, that didn't work. Let's do this. It's not rigid. It's not stuck. It's not stuffy. It's not in a box. It's not, this is the way it is. It's, this is what I want. There are multiple ways to get it. Let's go on this damn journey. And when that doesn't work, that door slams. We open that door and we go underneath that door and we jump over here. You have to be willing to move and find ways that your goals and your dreams will work. So when you start thinking big, then you start to create the steps to get the big goals and big dreams. And I'm over here like, I just bought a house, my fucking office. I'm about to get the keys to my own warehouse. Yo, that is a game changer for I don't know how many years. Six, seven, eight years, we've been renting venues, paying all this money to venues, right? Like, that's going to be my fucking space. I could do whatever I want. I could get naked and dance on the stage by myself. (laughs) I might do that when I get the keys, right? Like, woo! you know, I could do whatever I want in that space. I could create so much. That was a massive goal that I didn't even know I had until last year when my husband and I started talking about it. Why can't you have what you want? Fuck, if anything, let yourself dream and put it on paper at least. So for some of you listening to this, that's going to be scary as hell. You saying on paper what you want. You putting all those zeros on the amount of money that you want. For others, you're like, I know that. Now I'm taking step two and I'm going to go create it. Thinking big now, doing big thinking. How do we do big thinking? Who do you have to become in order to take big action in order to have the result of someone with that thinking? Who do you need to become? Who do you need to hang out with? What do you need to start doing? Stop doing what needs to happen if you're going to actually achieve those goals and dreams? Because it's one thing to think big. It's another thing to start acting as if you are her and you do the shit that she does and you get her results. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, yo, I can't even believe that I'm her and we're getting these results. I want to give you one last thing. This is the big cock blocker on why people don't think big and why they don't achieve big and they don't get their goals and their dreams. Okay, the fucking be realistic shit, the be realistic. We're not going to have this be realistic. That never happens to us. 
Be realistic, blah, blah, blah. The past. The past is fucking with us. Stop looking at your past on how you're going to create a future. You can't look to the past to create the future. The future is created right the fuck now. In what you do today, in this moment where you are breathing air, that is where your future gets created in your day to day, moment to moment, second to second, now. Eckhart Tolle, power of now, now. That's how you create your future. It's not about what you did in the past. If I look to my past for evidence, holy shit, I'm a drug addict. I'm on the streets. I don't have a future. There's no future for Erica. I'm dead. I'm literally dead on the street, passed out on drugs, addicted to something, right? That would be my future. So what I want you to do is to look for people who have created things that you want to create, who are living a life similar to the life that you want to create. Maybe for you it's J-Lo. Maybe for you it's Mel Robbins. Maybe for you it's Marie Forleo. You know, maybe for you it's Oprah. I wish there was more fucking Latinas that I could mention, but there's not. Maybe for you it's Erica Kramer, who used to be Erika Sepulveda. <laughs> maybe for you it's that. Yo, Viola Davis. I am obsessed. I'm obsessed with her. I love her. She's my favorite actress. She's an amazing human being. And I read her book and I was like, whoa, she had that story and she became Viola Davis. Oprah had that story and she became Oprah. I know my story. And if you don't know, I've got a lot of content and information about my story. Go watch it. It's in my website, queenofconfidence.com slash about. You can click on that. Watch my video. I shouldn't be here doing what I'm doing. So I don't care where you find your evidence, but you need to find evidence. Find people that are doing what you want to do. Find people that have that have had a messed up past or, you know, come from adversity or come from no money or come from drug addicted parents or whatever your story is and have yet still created the life that they want. Because that's what's gotten me to this point. I look for people that have done what I want to do that have similar tough upbringings. Basically, they have no reason to be doing what they're doing but they are. And I go, yo, if she could do it, I could do it. That's my motto to life, baby. If she could do it, I could do it. So my motto to you is, if I could do it, you could do it. Why the fuck can I do it and you can't? That's bullshit. Eso es una mentira. If you don't speak Spanish, I just said, that is a lie. Eso es una mierda. That's shit. That's bullshit. You could do it. Find a way. Find someone who's doing it. Look at what they're doing. Get inspired to believe that you can think big and not only fucking think big, but achieve big. You could stretch that goal and achieve everything you want. There are so many people doing it now. And you know about the story about the seven-minute mile? Nobody could do a seven-minute mile. Nobody could do it. Somebody did it. What happened that following year? 20,000 people did it. Everybody did it. Sometimes all that is required to think big and achieve big goals is for you to see somebody else do it. And you go, done, I'm doing it. Your body goes, I can do it. It is possible. It creates possibility. So my friend, think big. What big shit are you going to start thinking about? Are you going to get a journal? Are you going to make it happen? Are you going to join a program or go to a seminar? Get inspired. Be around that energy of thinking big. And tell me, I want to know. Tag me on Instagram. Hit me up. I want to know what are your big ass goals? What are your big ass dreams? What are you going to think big about? I dare you. I dare you to think big because you fucking can I love you so much. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. 
There are so many podcasts you can listen to, and I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor, one big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence and the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 